what in the wide world of the Arizona Cardinals is happening? You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals, Friday edition. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast Locked On AZ Cards. I mean, what in the wide world is happening? Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. So, if you haven't been on Twitter today, things are happening. Okay, this was a report from Brett McMurphy. The tweet reads... Former Arizona Cardinals assistant and UTEP coach Sean Kugler filed arbitration with NFL after he was mysteriously dismissed from his job. On same day of Kugler's filing, Cards GM took indefinite leave of absence. Now, he asked this question at the end. I'm not sure how much merit this is, there is, but this is just a tweet. Was this mistaken identity in Mexico City? And he shows a picture of Steve Keim and Sean Kugler, who don't not look alike. They don't not look alike. They look similar. So I don't know if there's, I don't, I, I don't know. Okay. What I do know is the further and further into dysfunction, the Arizona Cardinals find themselves, the tougher and tougher it's going to be to get out of it. And just when you thought everything was okay, well, you know, Steve Kime is going to hopefully get better soon. We'll see what happens if he's, had his last moment as GM of the Arizona Cardinals, or if he's going to come back, we don't know. Because really, in the rule book of doing things the normal way, the Arizona Cardinals, they don't subscribe to that book. And, you know, sometimes it's worked, sometimes it hasn't. But if you think that, like, you know, this is how things are going to go, and you expect that this is how things are going to go, I suggest that maybe you think a little bit outside the proverbial normalcy of what the box is and think outside of the box that's outside of the box. So again, Brett McMurphy tweet, very well respected, usually more of a college football um, uh, reporter, but he, he dabbles in a bunch of other things. Um, he reported that former Arizona Cardinals offensive lineman, offensive line coach and run game coordinator Sean Kugler has filed an arbitration against the NFL for his dismissal from the Arizona Cardinals. And it just brings into question, I'm just going to say the storyline, okay? Sean Cooler removed right before Monday Night Football in Mexico City against, against the San Francisco 49ers. The day or around right at the day where Steve Keim went on his leave, his health issue-related leave, there was an arbitration filed by Sean Cooler who said that it was a there was a miscommunication or mistaken identity in some capacity as to why he was removed from his post for uh, uh, allegedly groping a, a secure a female security officer. I don't know, and I think it would be one hundred percent irresponsible to prognosticate or to guess or to hypothesize what side is up in this scenario. I don't know what's I don't know which reports are correct. 
I don't know if it's Sean Cougar. I don't know if there's some funny business going on. I I, I don't know. The storyline timeline, the 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 chronology of events is interesting. The chronology of events is there's no way that this is this, right? But I don't know. And and it would be irresponsible of me to jump to any sort of conclusions at this time. Um, what I do know is that this is not a good look for the Arizona Cardinals, regardless of outcome. Regardless of outcome. And that is something that is not good for the future. Okay? You hope Steve Kime's health related issues get, 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 you know, rectified soon. You know, and this thing with Sean Kugler is very new. Okay? And this is a quote from the uh the arbitration request from his attorney Sean Kugler's attorney the allegations against coach Kugler are simply untrue and have caused Sean his wife and family enormous personal and professional damage he goes on to say coach and his family have been desperate to understand from the Cardinals front office and others what rationale or evidence was used to terminate him for cause okay in this article or in this, you know, a publication, Sean Kugler was quoted as saying, respecting women is a core value for me and something I've instilled in my children and the players that I coach. The mysterious allegations by the Cardinals are untrue and I want to clear my name. Be it a miscommunication or mistaken identity, my family and I will cooperate fully and honestly with the NFL, Cardinals, or any other agency to get to the truth in this matter and restore my reputation. These are incredible people. There are incredible people that work in the game from league level to my players, fellow coaches, and incredible support staff, I simply want to get back to doing what I love and would like my family to have peace. Again, reserving any sort of comment at this time from my side. Um, it needs to be addressed. It needs to be, you know, reported by like a by like a third party, which is me at this point. But Let's be very clear about something. If, and this is if, these are two opposite things. Either one side's not telling the truth or the other side's not telling the truth. It's, it's very clear. And I don't know which is which. I don't have any sort of thought at this point of which is which because keeping an open mind in this and just letting things play out in some capacity before having an opinion is the prudent and most humble and rational way to go about things. If... Something was covered up, that's bad. If something wasn't covered up and Sean Kugler, who was, you know, allegedly did it initially, why he was removed from the team, did this, that's bad, okay? So this is not like, well, if if these go one way, this is going to be great, and if it goes another way, it's not. It's different shades of, oh, this is not good, okay? The problem is the umbrella under which both possibilities lay is the Arizona Cardinals. That's a truth. That is an absolute truth. This is an Arizona Cardinals problem, one way or the other. How high up it goes, how drastic for the future it may be, remains to be determined because we have no idea which side is up in this situation as of now. And... I feel bad for the fans. I feel bad for the players. 
And I feel bad for the future of this organization because if this stuff continues to keep happening, free agents aren't going to want to come play here. This is like a crater in like this season. The dictionary definition of growth, maturity, strengthening of a foundation of what was once a fractured organization, the trajectory shift, they've gone back to 2018 for varying reasons. And if this comes, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know what's next. What I do know is it's really unfortunate that I was ready to do a podcast. It was like, okay, who's going to step up and be leaders for the rest of the season? That was, I had it written down. Those are my, and I had three names. I had three players that I wanted. I'm going to talk about it a little bit, but this is completely encapsulating the, the, the new cycle for the Arizona Cardinals. And it's not good. It's not good. And until we know more, you know, we're pretty much sitting on our hands. But this isn't a, and I will leave this, and I will move on to the next segment here in a second, but this isn't a, you know, the rumor is as bad as as if it's true or not. Something happened in Mexico City, and it's not going to be a good outcome regardless. And if there was some sort of funny business, I'm not saying there is. I'm not saying there is. I'm not projecting that there is. This, we, we just don't know how bad this could get. Let me say it that way. We don't know how bad this could get. It's bad already. A, an innocent woman was, you know, inappropriately touched. In, like that is, in and of itself, a terrible thing. Now, where it goes next, we don't know. But it's under the umbrella of the Arizona Cardinals, and we know for a fact that that's not good for the future and current state of the organization as fragile as it is day to day. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. There is a game on Sunday. The Arizona Cardinals play football. It's going to be without Kyler Murray. It's going to be without Zach Ertz. It's going to be without Rondo Moore. It's going to be without Ronnie Hudson and many others. But we are going to look at Sunday and say, you know what? It's time for some future young pillars of this team to emerge. This is the time of year when the season is lost for this season, not just for players to audition for other contracts, but for players who are young and Arizona Cardinals and under contract with this team to emerge as being trustworthy and strong members of this organization who can be trusted on the field moving forward. I will talk about a couple names next here. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. Little bit more serious than I wanted to get on a Friday, but got to talk about it. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Tommy John. Don't make your loved ones face the dead of winter in old t-shirts, ancient underwear, and ratty sweats. Help them find cold with cozy. Give the gift of Tommy John. In Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable, so you can do everything better. Shop Tommy John's Wrap It Up sale right now and give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself, with new Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. With over 18 million pairs sold, giving Tommy John has become a holiday tradition. 97% of men and women love getting a gift from Tommy John. Every gift's backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free. Guaranteed. Hurry up. 
to Tommy John's wrap it up sale and get 30% off everything plus free shipping at tommyjohn.com slash locked on order now. So your gifts arrive before the holidays. Remember 30% off plus free shipping at tommyjohn.com slash locked on tommyjohn.com slash locked on see site for details. I mean, I just, I feel bad for the fans. I, I do feel very, very bad for the Arizona Cardinals fans because there are so many just true, diehard, grew up watching the Cardinals or whatever state they were in when you were growing up, ended up in Arizona. And, like, you know, you have generations of people. They're, the Cardinals organization is one of the oldest in, in the history of football. And when things continue to fracture and continue to get put in flux. It's like, where are the redeeming qualities of this organization? And, you know, I feel bad for the players also. It's like, football is hard enough. Getting 53 people on the same page on game day is hard enough. Practices, workouts, off-season, in-season. There's no off-season for these guys anymore. And to have this sort of dysfunction... It's tough. It's tough. And you do feel bad for them. You do. Um, Let's pivot here because aside of from all of the, you know, not great storylines, adversity, I guess, uh, since pretty much last offseason or since last season ended through now, there have been some redeeming qualities for the future. And that's what the portion, this portion of the season is, is really going to merit. It's going to merit a bright light surrounding what could be for the future. And there are a couple names that I've been watching all year and that, well, everybody's been watching all year, but there are a couple names where I'm like, he's close. He's close to becoming not just a fan favorite, but a relied upon fringe pro bowler if the next steps are taken in his, you know, progression and growth as an NFL player. Zayvon Collins is one, you know, I was like, here's the thing. And I wasn't the only one, but I didn't think that Zayvon Collins was the right draft pick. I feel like that that was pretty much universal aside from Steve Kime um, because they didn't need another inside linebacker. There was they had so many other needs, corner, offensive lineman, et cetera. But He's really, in his second year, emerged as exactly where a second-year player, who's not all-world, but a second-year player who, if he takes, put it this way, if Zayvon Collins takes the exact leap from rookie year to his second year, in his second year to his third year, he'll be a pro bowler, fringe pro bowler next year. That's how massive of a leap he's taken from a guy who looked lost in the preseason, and he did, looked lost in the preseason. They didn't feel comfortable giving him the green dot in week one against Kansas City. Gave it to Isaiah Simmons. And then ever since then, Zayvon Collins has really grown as a guy who you can look at. And I've talked about this since 2017 when I started this podcast. The amount of young pillars on any roster really goes with the stability of the team. Now, you've had – so, like, when I started in 2017, it was Patrick Peterson – it was Chandler Jones. It was, you know, DJ Humphreys was emerging as being one of those guys. Uh, at the time, it was David Johnson 
but like, and fits obviously, but moving forward, it's been Buda Baker. Like it's been Buda Baker on the defensive side of the ball. That's been the one pillar that you could trust to hold up this organization with leadership, with showing up every day, set and forget, things like that. And you're always looking for more and more young talent. And this, for this purpose, it's defensive side of the ball because you have more established players on offense. Jalen Thompson has really emerged as a 1A to Buda Baker. Really has. I mean, and, and he's not like a pillar guy. Like, Buda Baker is an all-pro. So that's one, okay? And the Cardinals, it looked like Byron Murphy was going to be that guy. If you put the first part of last season, the first part of this season, and one season together, he's a fringe all-pro. But he hasn't been on the field the last handful of weeks, and we don't know. And he's got a contract year coming up. So I don't know if they're going to shut him down for the rest of the year. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Zach Allen is another name, aside from Zayvon Collins, who has really emerged this year as a guy you can like trust every down. And the, the hindrance with him was injuries. And it wasn't only that, but it's really hard to get momentum and get momentum if you don't have the reps in games because you're injured all the time, you're injured three games here, three games here, and you play one game in between. Zach Allen has really emerged as a guy who deserves a second contract. The Cardinals hopefully will pay him because he is a homegrown guy. As I say this a lot, the Arizona Cardinals don't have a lot of Arizona Cardinals on their roster. And the tough part about building a culture and building stability, it's difficult to do that when you have a just revolving door of veterans from other teams coming in. Drafting a player, watching him grow, getting a second contract, becoming a fringe pro, like that's the goal of anybody that you draft. And Zach Allen has really shown that this year, that he is that guy. And he's going to be an Arizona Cardinal, hopefully, for the foreseeable future. He's going to get that three- or four-year contract extension. He's become a pillar. So now you've got Buda Baker, Zabin Collins, Zach Allen. And Zabin Collins has the capability of becoming this he's not an all pro neither is Zach Allen Buda Baker is and when you're looking at that so that's three levels of the defense you have one guy that you can trust what's missing pass rush like pass edge rushers and the cornerback room that's what you're missing in severe ways now Byron Murphy comes back and does the Patrick Peterson thing from the end of the what was it 2019 season when he came back and he you know, he came off the came off the PEDs and he played really well towards the tail end of that season. If we see that from Byron Murphy, maybe that will garner contract talks um, for him to get a big extension. There's going to be a lot of money that's going to need to go around for people more important to this organization than Byron Murphy, which is unfortunate because there aren't that many. But everyone in line ahead of Byron Murphy in importance for this team is is up and will need a contract extension to stay with the Cardinals. And I would put Zach Allen ahead of Byron Murphy. At this point, even though it's not as premier of a position playing inside defensive linebacker, inside, you know, uh, defensive line, like the Cardinals have a lot of draft picks in 2023, and it's really going to be a determinant on, are they going to target a corner in the first round, a top five pick? Are they going to want to trade back and accrue even more assets? Like there's so many different possibilities for the future for this team that, a lot of these contract negotiations are going to be in flux and they're going to be on hold. Is it going to be Steve Kai making this picks or somebody else? How long is the GM search going to take if, you know, if uh, 
if it's not going to be Steve Kime? Is it going to be Adrian Wilson? Are they going to go get Sean Payton and give him the house? Like, who knows? Is Cliff Kingsbury going to be the head coach? There's so many questions ahead of this, but the point of this segment was to highlight some players who have really emerged this year and who are going to be under a spotlight for the last handful of games to really show a determination on who the Cardinals need to draft, what their focal point should be. Regardless of who's making those picks, regardless of who's coaching those players on game day, the last four games are imperative for the Cardinals to see what they've got. To see if they need to go defensive line in the draft. Because there's a handful of guys from premier colleges that the Cardinals could target. Can Zach Allen continue this? Can Zayvon Collins continue this? through the rest of the season, because if they can, you can almost start to check off positions the Cardinals don't need to draft, which is a huge, huge benefit going into the offseason. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. I'll talk about the game next. I, I didn't plan on doing the podcast this way. I didn't plan on this report coming out. I didn't rep- I, I didn't. I didn't plan on any of this, but I feel like Zayvon Collins and Zach Allen deserve their due so far through this season, because again, if they can emerge as guys that can be trustworthy every game, stay healthy, impact players, you can draft elsewhere, all the while having young, smart, incredibly talented defensive pieces to build on for the future, not named Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson. And we'll see what happens with Byron Murphy. We'll see. Let's preview the game. Again, it's going to be more of what I just talked about. It's going to be what is what are these players going to look like for the future of the Arizona Cardinals? And I will talk about that next. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Total Wine and more. I go to Total Wine all the time, man. It's like Disneyland for wine and more. I don't know if you knew that. This holiday season, find what you love at Total Wine and more with so many great bottles to choose from. It's easy to find a new favorite Cabernet or Chardonnay or the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with some help from a friendly guide and all with the confidence of knowing you found something special for the lowest price. Love what you find. Only a Total Wine and more. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. Drink responsibly. B21. And I love talking about these guys over at MySolarNerd.com. If you live in a valley, okay, maybe you've been approached by people who are offering free solar. A lot of times those companies aren't in town and they're, you know, they're using misleading tactics and end up overcharging homeowners. If you've considered solar, but something felt off, then you're going to, you're going to like today's sponsor. My Solar Nerd, uh, their mission is simple. Help you get the best solar system to fit your needs. The guys at MySolarNerd.com are local and understand the nuances of going solar in Arizona. They've been doing this for a while. They understand that an educated customer is a happy one and their no pressure approach will make sure all your questions get answered. They firmly believe that if you live in Arizona, switching to solar should mean saving money. Our listeners will get a $50 Amazon gift card when they book a no commitment evaluation. This promotion is only for our listeners that are homeowners. So keep that in mind, but visit mysolarnerd.com. It's like locked on in their how did you hear about us section. Make the switch to solar on your terms. Start the research process today by visiting mysolarnerd.com and show Locked On some love by letting them know we sent you. Folks, going solar doesn't need to be complicated. MySolarNerd.com makes it easy. <sighs> Planning on just a nice podcast, talking a little mess about Russell Wilson, 
and Nathaniel Hackett and all that stuff. And then there's a story comes out from Brett McMurphy. Arbitration filed by former Arizona Cardinal offensive line coach and run game coordinator Sean Kugler with a huge misunderstanding and misrepresentation of what happened in Mexico City. <sighs> Sitting on my hands until we get more information. It's just it's the right way to do it. Um, Zayvon Collins and Zach Allen deserve their flowers for how they've played this year. Okay. They've emerged as two young pillars for this defense moving forward. And that's imperative for the Arizona Cardinals. It's absolutely imperative when you can get homegrown talent that you draft and massage and it works out. It's a beautiful thing. It's an absolutely beautiful thing. Now moving to Sunday playing in Denver. Okay. There's a couple players that I'm watching one of which is how the card, excuse me, how the Cardinals can defend Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy had a three touchdown game last week. If you had him on your fantasy football team, you played against him. You feel different ways about that performance. He seems to emerge as the guy. Cortland Sutton really hasn't played that well this year. Um, when healthy, not sure at this point if Russell Wilson is going to play. It doesn't matter, and because it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter because the Cardinals aren't making the playoffs, and that's fine. Like that's not. A dig, that's just a formality. The Cardinals, 99.9% .9 are not making the playoffs. But that doesn't mean that this game doesn't mean anything. You could say, oh, we'll hope they lose so they get a better draft pick. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. There's no way. Nobody's tanking, okay? there's NFL players don't tank. They got bonuses to hit. They've got numbers to hit. They've got jobs to, uh, you know, to work out for and to audition for. Nobody tanks. Now, there's certain ways to, you know, fringe around it. You sit players, you do things like that. That That's not the case, okay? I want to see how the Cardinals defend Jerry Judy, okay? Number one. And number two, and this is very, very important. I don't know what the future of Cliff Kingsbury is going to be. Kind of see the writing on the wall in Nathaniel Hackett after he's, I mean, the Broncos may be the disappointment. The Broncos are a bigger disappointment than the Arizona Cardinals in 2022. I think that's safe to say. Um if Cliff Kingsbury, if the Cardinals lose this game on Sunday in convincing fashion, that may be a wrap. Because Nathaniel Hackett has no control over what's going on over there. I'm seeing from afar. Like, I mean, anybody that's watched football, anybody that read anything about the Broncos this year knows something. There's trouble in, in River City over there. And Nathaniel Hackett may be a one and done. But if the Cardinals lose to Detroit, I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care if it's Colt McCoy. I don't care if it's Easter Bunny. If the Cardinals lose on Sunday in convincing fashion whatsoever, that's it. I'd be done with Cliff. Move on. Vance Joseph interim. If anybody loses to Detroit, Denver for the rest of the year, Russell Wilson playing or not, they should immediately be fired. I'm kidding. But like that's, this is more about Cliff and this is about Greg Dorch on offense for me. Because Greg Dorch, when given opportunity this year, and with Rondo Moore injured again, Greg Dorch is starting to become invaluable for this team. He's on the precipice of that. He's what we hoped Andy Isabella would be. And if Greg Dorch can come in, maybe score a touchdown, chunk gains, something like that, put his name on the map because Rondo Moore is out. I'm rooting for Ron, for Greg Dortch. Like, he was the story of camp, him and Antonio Hamilton. Greg Dortch came in, 
and produced when given opportunities. If Greg Dorch can put together a nice game on Sunday, like that's who I'm rooting for. Like if I had any sort of rooting interest, I want to see Greg Dorch totally ball out. The person who calls the plays. I'm rooting for Cliff because he's a nice guy. You know, it's like you don't whenever I whenever I because I go deep on Cliff. I I I do. I don't think he should be the coach. I don't think he ever should have been hired. Yes, I, I do. But it's the avatar of his history as a coach. It's not him as a person. That's why I feel bad. You know, things have fallen way, way by the wayside this year of how they were supposed to go. But going into Sunday, these are big picture conversations we're having. It's no longer just about 2022 where players will emerge as leaders, which is what you hope when things are completely falling apart, it seems like from the front office standpoint. But there can be greatness shown in the last handful of games by Arizona Cardinals players. And that's what we're looking for. I'm looking for that. I'm looking for Greg Dorch. I'm looking to see if Cliff Kingsbury has the intestinal fortitude to win a game he's supposed to win on the road against a head coach who's most likely going to be fired at the end of the season, regardless of outcome. Thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Uh, I'll talk to you at halftime of the game on Sunday and uh, the postcast immediately following the game. Thanks for hanging out. I really appreciate you being a part of this with me. And um, I'll talk to you at halftime of the game on Twitter and or Twitter spaces and on YouTube. Talk to you then.